This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Google Profitability Dash Movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. Permits and inspections, two of the most frustrating and potentially costly parts of equipment installations. What if you could eliminate the hassles? Do it online. Now that is the reality. My guest today, Kurt Denninghoff, VP of Growth for Inspected.com, can help you do virtual inspections, saving your customer and you time, frustration, and expense. Kurt, welcome to Contractor Sense. Hi, Ruth. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. My pleasure. So what is um, what is inspected.com? And I need to tell everybody how I found out about you guys. One of my clients is actually using you and they love it. That's, you know, the time and everything else like that is like, you know, instantly, I don't, it's not instant, but, you know, has been decreased dramatically and the frustration has been decreased dramatically. So let everybody know what inspected.com is. Yeah, Ruth, absolutely. So uh, what Inspected.com is, we're a virtual engineering firm. Uh, so what that allows us to do is basically do all of your inspections uh, virtually and remotely using licensed inspectors. So we still follow all state laws, all guidelines. Uh, but by using virtual technology that we've built, it allows you to leverage you know, uh, video technology that exists now where you can do your inspections completely virtually. So this allows you uh, to basically, instead of having to wait multiple days for city inspectors to come out or delay projects due to, you know, inspectors taking a while to get there, you can pull out your smartphone, connect with our inspector, they can do your inspection in real time, and you can move on with the project. I would imagine the inspectors like it too, because they don't have to drive around all day. Well, exactly. You know, a lot of these inspectors uh, are getting older and they don't want to have to climb on roofs anymore. They don't want to have to, you know, drive around all day, you know, make contractors wait for them at job sites. And so it's uh, it's really a win win for both the inspector and the contractor. Yeah, I mean, I, I just having to meet inspectors, you know, and, and the reality is if you've got rough in an inspection, you can do a rough in and, and trim you can sometimes do both the same day if you can get it done in the same day too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been really interesting when we first launched the uh, program with generator companies uh, you know, we weren't aware of this efficiency that was going to be built, but uh, the contractors told us about it where uh, we have generator companies that used to plan out their uh, projects to take anywhere from two to three weeks. And then uh, what they started doing was figuring out, hey, how can we do this job in a single day? And what they started doing was actually combining their uh, installation teams. So instead of kind of the traditional model that generator companies do, where they have you know a dirt crew that comes in and digs the uh, the hole for the tanks, and then they have a gas a gas crew that'll do the uh, gas lines, and they have an electric crew that actually sets the generator, does the electric. What we're seeing happen happen with our contractors is they're actually taking uh, guys from each crew and sending basically, you know, two guys from their dirt crew, two from the gas and two from electric all to the job site. And then they're scheduling all three inspections for a single day. And so, the, you know, the guys are putting the tank in the ground. They're doing that inspection. The gas uh, gas team is 
doing the lines, they do that inspection. The electric crew is setting the generator at the same time. They do that inspection, they do their finals and they can knock out a generator install in one to two days, depending on you know how fast uh, we can get together. Yeah, now, now normally let's assume that we do that. How do you, that's a scheduling issue that the inspector has to be there for all three pieces of it, correct? That's right. That's so, right. So they're going to be in a situation where they have to kind of, all right, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. We're going to do these three things today. And we need an inspector who can handle all three pieces in a day. Yeah. And so what, um, what we've done, Ruth, to kind of um, to make that work properly, kind of a couple things. First off, all of our inspectors, we make sure that they are one and two family inspectors. What that means is that they're uh, qualified to do gas, electric, uh, and structural inspections so that that way uh, th there's really no holdup. The, the other piece of that, and this is actually a state law that all contractors need to understand, is that uh, you have to schedule inspections with municipalities by 2 p.m. the previous day. And so what we tell our contractors to do is, you know, hey, if you've got an install going in, you know, on Wednesday, uh, on by Tuesday at 1 p.m., you need to have that job scheduled out where you know, hey, we're going to have our dirt completed by 11. So we're going to schedule that inspection between 11 and 12. We're going to have uh, the gas ready to be inspected between one and two o'clock. And we're going to have the final inspection ready at four or 5 p.m. Now, in the case where, right, may, you know, projects always get delayed, we always run into, you know, things that can't happen. You can always log into our portal and reschedule one of those inspections for the next day. Uh, but we do ask you to always give us 24 hours just so that we can make sure that we're there for you and uh, we can knock those out. Right. Okay. You mentioned state law. So I yep. assume, you know, we're looking at something that most governments are, um, I'll say traditional, antiquated, not into <laughs> new technology. I'm not sure what terminology I should use, but for them, this is totally new too, isn't it? Yeah, it's very new. Uh, you know, one, one cool thing about Florida and that's unique to Florida is that our state legislature uh, has been very, very forward thinking in laying out the guidelines for how to do virtual inspections, what the requirements are, what kinds of projects you can do virtual inspections on. And at the state level, uh, they passed the guidelines, they're actually passed in July, that give the guidelines to municipalities. And so even though some municipalities right are slower to adopt, as all contractors know, right, you'll have some inspectors that uh, are very slow to adopt new technology. Uh, many of them have been very open to it. We actually really uh, appreciate a lot of the municipalities that are being forward thinking and working together with us to, um, you know, ultimately the, the goal of this is a, it's a huge win for the consumer and it's a big win for the contractor, right? Because me as a consumer, if I can get a project done in one to three days, when it used to take three to four weeks, that means less time off work. It means when the guys are there, I can be there and make sure that things are happening the way I want. You know, so it's really a win-win for the consumer, the contractor, you know, and the municipality because, you know, the municipalities, they make money when more jobs are completed, right? Because more permits come through, that means more permit fees. And so if we can enable contractors and consumers to get more work done, uh, it's really a win-win for, every, for everybody involved. Well, it's also, you don't have to sit there and wait all day either. Exactly. It's, it's, you know, it's scheduled. If it's 11 o'clock, it's 11 o'clock. You know, it's not like, okay, they'll be there sometime this morning or sometime today. And that's, a, that's frustrating because you don't know when they are going to be there. 
Oh, exactly. Exactly. And so that so, consumer has to sit there all day, you know, wait for the inspector to show up. The contractor might have to sit there and wait for four or five hours until the inspector can get there. You know, it's a uh, it's pretty inefficient process. Expensive. <laughs> expensive. Okay. Very expensive. All right, Kurt, uh, we're going to take a break now. Where does someone get in touch with you or an inspected if they want to take part in this program? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, anybody on the here is more than welcome to email me. My email is kurt at inspected.com. Uh, you can also go to our website, which is inspected.com. Uh, we have a chat feature on there. You can also reach out uh, by phone through our website. Uh, multiple different ways to reach out to us and get in contact. Sounds great. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. You can't. That's what my daughter Kate told me when I said I wanted to make financials fun. The gauntlet was laid down. The red blanket was waved in front of the bowl. Ronin the Rubber Duck was born. This ebook is a whimsical look at financials from a duck's perspective. To get this fun, easy to read Kindle book, go to Amazon and search for Ronin the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. That's R O N A N, the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. Let me know if I made financials fun for you. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm here with Kurt Denninghoff, who is the VP of Growth for Inspected.com. And we've been talking about the virtual ways to do inspections. And Kurt, you know, these numbers keep going through my head about, okay, how much time don't we have to spend anymore? If I have to have an employee sit and wait for an inspector for four hours, you know, think about their salary, their overhead, the piece of the profit, da 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 da, da that you don't have to have as an expense anymore. So, I mean, this, you know, from what you said before the break, this can take care of that, correct? Yeah, Ruth, it really, you know, across the board, you know, our mission as a company is to help contractors go faster and to get rid of some of those costs that we never see on the bottom line, right? You know, do we have a line item for, uh, an employee sitting for four or five hours at a job site? You know, do we have a line item for the inconvenience that we cause the customers by having to have them sit there for three, four hours? Those are kind of some of our assumptions that we as a company, um, whenever we, you know, look at something new we're going to do, that, that's the perspective we analyze it from. Does it help the contractor? Does it help the consumer? If it's yes to both of those things, uh, we, you know, we want to build it or make it happen. Got it. All right. Before the break, you mentioned Florida. Now, is yep. this have to be a state by state thing? So like Florida has basically their legislature has, has passed, I guess, a law that says, yes, we can do virtual inspections from now on. Um, does it have to be state by state? Is it national? I mean, how does that work? Yeah. So currently, Florida is one of the most uh, forward thinking uh, states in the nation right now in terms of giving clear guidelines on virtual inspections. And so that's that's really where we've started and uh, built a foothold here in Florida. Um, other states we're working in, we're uh, you know working on the laws to make sure this is going to get pushed through. We think that with COVID and with uh, just the kind of emergent technologies that are coming out that other states are gonna be quick to adopt it. Mm -hmm. uh, but as of right now, Florida is really the best place where you can, uh, you know, very quickly know exactly that the permits are going to be accepted by the municipality. You know, it's a, it's a process, right. That the state has to lay out. And so some municipalities, yes, you can do it, but it requires a little bit of legwork with the municipality to uh, come up with guidelines and it requires an open municipality, right. A municipality that's open to change and wants to explore 
on, you know, new ways of doing things. Right. And so I know, I thought if I remember correctly, it's going through the Texas legislature right now too, correct? Yeah. So Texas, um, is working on it. Some, you know, the interesting thing about Texas is that they actually don't have uh, statewide building codes. Uh, Texas is one of those interesting, probably the most unique state in the in the union, where all building codes are actually done at the municipal level. So you could have building codes in one municipality or one city, and the municipality right across the street might have totally different requirements uh, just due to the regulatory environment in Texas. So that must be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's challenging. Yeah, but absolutely. Well, so, so, I mean, if a contractor who's listening to this wants to get it um, pushed through or promoted and passes law in their state, how do they do that? Or is it something that has to go through you and through inspected? Well, I would say uh, first off is, you know, we're very experienced with the laws and if a contractor uh, really wants to work on getting this approved, we would love to work together and partner with them to um, work on getting these guidelines in place. You know, the ICC, which is the International Code Council, who uh, really is the body that uh, makes a lot of the codes that get passed through. The ICC is working on some national standards to roll out um, to states. And so, uh, I, you know, we assume that in the next six months to a year, many, many states are going to start adopting this. And so if there's a contractor that is interested in doing that, definitely reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you about how we can uh, bring it to your state or your municipality and work together to make that happen. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, the way I look at it, you know, and you'd said, you know, is it good for the consumer? Is it good for the contractor? But I think not. The, it's not a but. I, I really do think that if if we sat down and we actually calculated the, what I call the intangible costs, which is what this is of a homeowner getting frustrated, waiting for an inspector or a employee of your companies sitting there waiting for an inspector. It's not only their hourly wages, it's their piece of the overhead, the lack of profit. You know, and we generally don't put that in our quotes because right. um, customers wouldn't pay them then. Because if we actually added all the hours, it would be a lot larger for a quote. That's right. That's right. There, there's, uh, you know, from my experience, contractors, right, it's, there's always a, uh, they have a set amount of profit they're going to make, right? But then when you get to the end of the year, you look at that P&L and that percent is a lot lower than what you expected it to be. And it's a lot of times those soft costs, those guys, that guy sitting there for six hours, uh, you know these materials you didn't see being there. Obviously we can't help with the material side, but as far as, you know, those soft costs are what gets you in the end as a contractor. Yes. Well, you, what you call soft, I call intangible, but yeah, both same, mean exactly the same thing. You know, it's like, okay, exactly. these are the hidden costs. You know, yeah, if, if we want to take it one step further, if a salesperson's closing ratio, and another example that you all might really understand is if a salesperson's closing ratio is 33% and another one of your sales person's closing ratio is 50%, that person at 33% is burning leads 17% more than the guy who's closing 50. So That's right. th think about all of those types of things. Okay, um, final thoughts. Where do we go? How can we help you? Uh, how can you help us? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're a contractor in Florida, 
uh, we'd absolutely love to talk to you now, start working with your business. And, you know, we can definitely provide insight into what some of our other uh, generator contractors are doing in order to just leverage this technology. And, you know, we, we have some contractors, Ruth, where they're, they're making the assumption that by utilizing our platform, they can do 20 to 30% more installs in a year with the same amount of crews that are working at full capacity. Right. And so, you know, what I recommend to companies is to, you know, check it out, see how virtual can help you grow because it, it the technology just helps you go so much faster than you could before. Um, you'll really be impressed with, you know, what it can do for your business. Right. And then if you are in a state and you want to actually get virtual inspections approved by the legislature, also go to inspected.com and go talk to Kurt because that can happen too. Absolutely. We're always exploring new states that we can get into. Um, we'd love to partner with anybody who's interested in bringing that to their state. Absolutely. Kurt, Kurt, thanks so much for being with us. Of course. Thank you, Ruth. I appreciate it. And thanks to you for joining us. Choose one thing you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.